Welcome to the Nardi Realty Podcast with Robert Nardi. Hey there, Charlie McDermott back at the Nardi Realty Steward with none other than, yes, Robert Nardi. Robert, how you doing? I'm doing great, Charlie. Beautiful weather outside. We've been really blessed uh, you know, so far with this amazing weather and uh, just, you know, seeing sunshine every day. And I, I lived in, a, in Cleveland, Ohio, where it was, uh, you know, with the lake effect, it still wouldn't be sunny right now. So I'm just <laughs> appreciative of every day I see the sun. So uh, ain't that the truth? And it's funny, we were just talking, uh, you know, today is, I think it was today, Groundhog's Day and how that was a big deal from where I'm from, Pennsylvania. I'm sure it was, it was news in Cleveland and, oh. and uh, because we were all we were grasping for straws for a shorter winter. And down here in Florida, it's it's like you don't even care or know about Groundhog's Day. And in fact, you hope winter stays as long as possible yeah. because, like you said, this is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The weather's great. And, and Charlie, and now I'm going to interview you. With groundhogs, I can't remember if he sees a shadow. Do we have winter for oh, how many more months, or do you know which way it know, goes? <laughs> I should. Know I, I was that. confused. And, That's okay. Uh, but. Yeah, but but I I do know that is a big party. Uh, you know, apparently, and I forget. I don't know if it's Bloomsburg or you know, there's a college not too close by, and and I've heard all kinds of stories. You know, the the, the students getting up at three in the morning and you know doing their uh, Right, you know, carpool to Punxsutawney, I guess, Pennsylvania, yeah. and, and it's just a blast. Uh, never yeah, did it. Sounds like fun. So, yeah, did you, yeah, did you ever see that movie Groundhog's Day? Uh, Bill Murray. I, I what's it? The 30th anniversary. Yeah, uh, I can't believe that, it. But, yeah. uh, that was always fun to watch too. So yeah. Yeah. every day is the same. <laughs> Which I think is the case for a lot of folks, but not for you and me. And no. we have fun. And yep. How can it be down here? So we've been talking a lot about the real estate market in past episodes, and it's it's always changing, and 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 that's what keeps it fresh and new and fun. Uh, but I'm going to switch gears a little bit because I, I know you have quite a portfolio of properties that you manage, and and I know there are a lot of folks that are looking for properties that maybe they're going to you know maybe live part time and. Yeah might be looking for a property manager, but they, they have no idea uh, what they're getting until, you know, unfortunately it's too late in many cases. So right. I, I thought we'd talk about that, you know, may, maybe help your listeners understand, you know, the best, and, and obviously this is whether they're in Pennsylvania or Ohio or any place right. else. It goes you know. for everybody. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So where would you begin? Uh, so I'm an, I'm whatever, an investor, property owner, and, uh, uh, I want to consider getting someone uh, to manage my property. How do we go about that? Okay. Well, generally, uh, I always tell people, you know, your biggest asset really is your your house or or property. I mean, you could manage it. You could you can uh, make sure that uh, with the property itself, it's in good condition, and you you're thinking, hey, I could rent this now. You know, that's the first step. You got to go in your mind, and I could be rent it now. There are some people that are built to rent their properties. And there are some people mm. that are not built to rent their properties. I mean, I do sometimes see a disconnect because when you have somebody in your property, that's, you know, and they're paying you rent that they can use their, that property, you know, accordingly, but some people still hold on to that property. And it's very important that everyone keeps them clean and pristine and, you know, and, uh, and I get that too. And you can have checks 
over the year, you can also, you know, have an inspection here or there. But there are some people that go to sleep at night thinking, what are those people doing in my property? You know, those people shouldn't be renting property. You know, they should be selling that property and maybe putting that money into an investment account because I've seen both kinds. And then you have other people that are, you know, that are very happy to be renting their property and getting an income in. So there's two things with renting your property. You can you, you can go through a company like Nardi Realty and you could just simply rent your property through us. And then we don't property manage it. But what we do is generally then take usually it's a one month uh, commission on that that property. You know, we'll take it for finding the person to put in your property. But we do all the inspection. We do uh, yeah. we do all the background checks. We make sure that the candidate is can afford to 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 rent your property. And you know, one of the general rules is that if someone's renting your property, uh, like so say if the the, the um, property is $1,500 a month, then they should be making three times that amount, you know, uh, of their salary. So it's 40, okay. you know, 45, basically 4,500, you, know, uh, you know, three times. So they have to make, make at least 40, uh, $45,000. So uh, um, a, month, a year, you know, to be yeah, able to afford okay. to buy that property. So that's kind of the general rule. So you kind of first start out with a candidate and you kind of say, okay, uh, what property do you want to rent? How much? And then we kind of then say, okay, I want to rent it. And then we, we go ahead and verify income. We do a background check and then we make sure that that candidate is, is a good candidate. And, and we bring it to the landlord, but that is not our, our decision. I mean, it's the landlord's decision. Like sometimes when pe- when you have a renter come in, they have say, say they have a lower uh, a, a score, uh, Equifax score, say it's like 650 but they show that they have X amount of dollars in the bank, or they show that the reason why they had 650 was because uh, of a, a divorce or something like that. Yeah, so so yeah. basically we bring it to the landlord and we just simply say, this person has this amount of income coming in every year. They have this amount of savings. This is their, you, would you wish to rent? So we don't discount people for not having the best, you know, uh, scores. It's, it really comes down to the landlord and what they want to do. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's golden if you have a, someone with a 720 score that has a good income coming in, um, pays their bills on time. I mean, that's a that's a that's a really good candidate, and obviously, that candidate most likely will be able to rent without an issue. There are some times where we get an ugly score. Uh, you know, and basically the candidate somehow has a lot of cash on hand and they simply say, listen, I'd like to pay for the whole year up front, Hmm. you know. So then that's still up to, you know, most attorneys don't want you to do that because they really want people to be paying on a monthly basis. And it's a year, year generally as a rule, generally well, in the state of Florida, we really want to keep contracts, rental contracts to one year. And the reason why that is, is because it protects the consumer, it protects the tenant as well as the landlord. So what if the tenant gets into a property and is unhappy? You know, why should they be signing a two-year lease or a three-year lease? You know, now they're stuck for two or three years. Yeah. Or even the landlord, what if the tenant is not the best of tenants and the landlord wants them out? So they just simply wouldn't be able to renew their lease. So we try to, you know, technically we really only have a year, you know, your leases down here. Yeah. So it just protects both parties. And uh, yeah, so it makes sense. And then um, so but but some landlords like to handle everything like they'll be their own property manager. So in that regard, we lease the property as a rental. We find the person, we take a commission and the landlord takes over 
any problems, any questions, the landlord takes. So now there's the other part of it where I'm like this part. Like if I had a rental property, I really don't want to be getting phone calls at 12 o'clock at night at one, you know, three o'clock in the morning. Um, yep. I figured it's not, it's not worth my sanity. You know, we all have, we all have jobs. Some of them are stressful. Um, and so why should I take on that additional stress? So for me, I'd rather knock on the door of a property management company. And we, 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 we were in conjunction working with one source property management here at Nardi Realty. So, so basically that management company is the same, uh, the same thing. They, they manage that property from A to Z um, working in conjunction with me. They do the background checks, they do everything. But if, if there's an issue or a problem with the property, they get the phone call. And even, mm -hmm. even after hours, they have a 24 hour service. So if something happens, the water valve broke or, you know, uh, they're, they're getting, uh, the roof is leaking or there's something going on or the air conditioning yeah. stopped working. And in Florida, that's a big emergency. <laughs> the mm -hmm. air so, so they do have 24 hour service. So, and generally that fee is, is, is roughly 10% of, of the, um, 10% of the rental per month. So they get a 10% uh, portion of the rental just to manage the property. So that's how that works. But, but really, you know, I, I would say that your biggest asset is your your property. If you're thinking about making extra cash, renting is a good good way to bring in income to yourself. And it, there's also a lot of benefits, and which you'll have to talk to with your accountant uh, on taxes wise, because you know there's depreciation that's taken. There's a lot of good things that can happen on your um, tax refund uh, on a yearly basis, and uh, so that's something to look into. But like I said, the one thing you have to really do is if you're a consumer, you know, thinks they want to rent, you have to really want to rent and you have to be able to open it up to know that other people are going to be living in that house. And once you pass that threshold, then it's mm -hmm. fine. But if you can't if you can't deal with that, knowing that someone else is in your home, you know, uh, that's your, your property and you don't know what they're doing or how they're doing it. And and, uh, you know, then there's an issue um, uh, with it. So I would not rent. We also, we also, um, with the property management company, you know, instead of the landlord getting the phone call, if they're property managing it, like say if you have a tenant in there and they're playing loud music at 11 o'clock and they get an HOA, you know, you get a homeowners association oh, yeah. member calling, they're going to be calling the property manager or the, or if it's on record or even the owner, but then the owner calls the property manager and says, please deal with this. So it's kind of nice because, I mean, it's kind of nice to go with a property manager because really they take all, they take that stress away from you. And then we're the mm -hmm. ones that are, con, you know, confronting the tenant and just simply saying, you know, we got, you have to stop the music at 11 o'clock or sometimes we get a lot of parking violations too coming in. Like people will call and say, there's a, there's a van that should be parked in the garage. It's on the driveway. They need to remove it or there's signage. Like a lot of communities, believe it or not, have signage rules where if you have a van with a sign, you cannot park it in the in the driveway. You have to put. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. So you have to pull it into the, the garage and there's communities that won't allow you to park your car overnight in the driveway. So those, you know, when you're purchasing, too, those are some of the things mm -hmm. you want to look at. That's why it's so important if you're purchasing in a deed community, you have bylaws and rules and regulations. And the reason why there's rules and regulations and bylaws is to keep those property values up because, you know, every house can't be painted. Like if you go to an undated community, a house, could, a house person could paint it pink, purple, blue, whatever they want to paint mm -hmm. their house. 
there's no restrictions. But with the bylaws, there are restrictions where most of the time, if you wish to paint your house, you have to show a sample of the paint and you have to tell them what the color is and they have to approve it before you can paint it. Now, some people don't want that. And that's fine. Those people can go to an undeeded community. There's several within Naples, or there's there's or we have Golden Gate Estates, which is completely undeeded. I mean, people run cement businesses out of Golden Gate Estates, so they can do what they want to do. They can paint their color any which way they want to do. So you have two two things. Yeah. The reason why the bylaws and the and the rules and regulations are in place is to keep the property values up. All the lawns are done, all the, you know, all, all you know, generally there's lawn care, those are done. The the the, the paint the, everyone's doorway looks good. There, you know, so when you drive into a community like that, it's all kind of beautifully yeah. landscaped and nicely maintained. Where if you're an unseated community, a, a person wouldn't have to cut their grass for three or four months or until the county comes after them and says, you got to cut your grass. So those are the things that you deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So yeah, you know, I, I you bring back memories of uh, years ago, I had uh, some properties that, that I rented to college students. So you can imagine the calls that I would get and uh, they never seem to come during work hours, right? right. Weekends. Yeah, late at night and, you know, for, for stuff that obviously could have been in many cases handled the next day. Uh, uh, so so, yeah, having um, that peace of mind and of knowing, hey, that's covered. And uh, not only that, but I, I would imagine as the property manager and, and you know, the the, the company uh, that provides that service, they have, you know, the uh, what am I trying to say? The. Yeah, connections with the plumbers and the electricians. Oh, and yeah, the absolutely. We have long lists of connections. Like yeah. we have to send. Like we we work very closely with a, a air conditioning company, and we're like a air first air. priority. We're like a first priority for them. I mean, if we call, they 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 go out immediately. Mm. I mean, they're very good. So we have and we have a list of plumbers, list of electricians. Um, you know, we could send people over. We even we even kind of offer like for our seasonal rentals too, like concierge service, like we have some higher end rentals and we have one of the people as a team member, just a team member, they just go over there. They just want to make sure they understand what's going on and how can I help you? And, you know, a physical body is just there immediately to, 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 to help people out. And so we understand the situation. So, I mean, it, it is very important and we all have, uh, we have the, all these vendors that are willing to, you know, kind of work hard for us because we give them quite a bit of business. So they're willing to go out late at night or willing to go out like, you know, lots of times it'll be after five o'clock and they'll say, you know what, we'll go out. And we'll, I know it's the end of the day, but we'll go out and see what's going on. So it's, it, it is nice that we have those relationships. So we talked about primarily long-term rentals, but then you also mentioned the seasonal. Uh, so you do a lot of obviously maple seasonal, uh, rentals, anything different or unique there versus the long term? Um, not really, because what happens is that with the seasonal rentals, we do offer property management. It's just automatic. So and that and that's part of the fee. That's part. Of, we don't charge the 10 percent for them, but it's just part of the, the fee that we charge them um, uh, for the uh, we generally charge the seasonal rentals 15 to 17 percent of the depending on the uh, what prices they are of uh, our commission basically and, and that commission includes property management for that nice. so that's yeah. so that's what happens so we we property manage those and those once again that's a 24-hour service for people but mm-hmm. you know they're paying a lot of money generally maybe people don't understand this but in, in southwest florida 
if something rents for $2,000 a month as an annual, generally during season, it doubles generally to 4,000 a month. So, you know, people paying 4,000 a month for a two bedroom, two bath uh, condo. So, you know, it's expensive, uh, but people do it. And we have, we have, believe it or not, are you sitting down? We have rentals all the way up to a hundred thousand dollars a month and they're booked. The hundred thousand dollar a month rentals are booked. Really crazy. So, but, but once again, when you're dealing with the higher end rentals, it's sort of like a concierge service we have to provide. And even some of them really want us to also uh, (laughs) coordinate private chefs, private maids, private, you know, you know, to help them with their, Mm -hmm. their, um, with their experience of renting for three months in, in, in in Southwest Florida. So, so it's definitely property management, rentals, dealing with rental, it's very, you have to be very service oriented because, you know, you're servicing a client that's paying X amount of dollars and we have to make sure that we perform. So, so, and Mm -hmm. uh, so far, thank goodness, we've been fairly successful in that. And I I, Mm -hmm. I pride myself on customer service. It's really important. It's important to to return phone calls. It's important to, to act quickly. And and that's very important to me and, and the group that I have. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Well, hey, really appreciate you uh, sharing your insight and your, your my goodness, your experience uh, all these years of doing that successfully. And uh, next episode, maybe we'll get back into real estate and mortgages. And, and you know, yeah. sure, there'll be a lot of changes we can talk about. Uh, heck, tomorrow. Right, uh, I know. Every day is different. So, you know, they're, they're talking about Southwest Florida. Maybe we could talk about that. They're talking about how there's a housing crisis for low, low income housing. And so now Mm. they just passed a bill through the Senate or somewhere where, where now they're going to provide a lot of kickbacks to developers to allow low end housing so they could build, so it could be worthwhile for them. So that's exciting news. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll make a note to talk about that next episode. Sounds good. Little teaser. (laughs) We'll see you then. Okay, Charlie, take care. All my best. Thank you for listening to the Nardi Realty Podcast with Robert Nardi. To learn more about Nardi Realty, go to www.buynaples.net. That's buy, B-U-Y, Naples, N-A-P-L-E-S, dot net, or call 239-293-3592.